Hey loves, I'm Kendall. And I'm Jess. And welcome to Talk Fiction to Me. What's up, y'all? Hello. It's time for our very favorite Tower of Dawn. (laughs) (laughs) Sarcasm alert. (laughs) Our book about kale. Sweet, sweet kale. So the first time I read this, I really disliked it. Yeah. Uh, the second time, honestly, I didn't mind it as much. <laughs> Not I feel the lie. same. No, I feel the same. And the first time I read it, I didn't totally hate it. It's just like with the cliffhanger from, you know, Empire of Storms, you are like waiting on pins and needles to know what's going on with Aelin and like the rest of the squad and you're like this is not the time to interrupt our regularly scheduled programming no 100 (laughs) percent. because that's what annoyed me the most was because that cliffhanger was so intense and then it's like kale still exists i mean (laughs) i mean we needed we needed this book for sure yeah because like we learn like a, a big bomb, <laughs> like bombshell, you know, uh, that yeah. goes off. But um, a couple of them, really. Yes, definitely. And Kale needed his little bit of redemption. I get that. I, you had a solid. I don't know how. Okay, so, so may, should we talk? Yeah, I want to talk about this now because you had this. We were talking or chatting, and you were yeah. like, "So I was saying that I felt like Empire of Storms could have come after Tower of Dawn." So, yes, like, it yes, could have yes, been yes, Tower yes, of Dawn, yes, yes. Empire of Storms, and then Kingdom of Ash. Yes. Because, and that would have worked, honestly. It would have been fine. And realistically, you could probably read it like that, and it would be fine. Like, you would know, you know, a few little things, but you don't know the full extent, so it's really not a spoiler. Um, but I just feel like we're just, like, waiting to know what happens with Aelin, and it feels so much worse, like, sitting through an entire book that has n- nothing to do with her, really. She's not in it at all. Then to have just read Kale's book, then read hers, and then go immediately into the final book. Yeah, and we get like some knowledge of what's happening, mm-hmm. but obviously no details. Yeah. Um. I mean, she could have like written it slightly differently, so like you wouldn't know like big events that happened. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just felt like. With that cliffhanger and then, like, this in between. (laughs) I don't know. Especially when you're reading it for the first time. Like you said, the second time you read it, you know, like, how it ends and, like, what's coming. So you're less, like, anxious about it. But definitely the first time that you experience this, like, getting through Tower of Dawn is kind of tough, I think. Yeah, it's a dawning task. Yeah. (laughs) And it's long. It's not one of the shorter books. Like, it's one of the longest. I know. It definitely, like, didn't have to be this long. No, no. Honestly, it could have it could have definitely been like 500 pages. I, yes, yes. At most, for sure. I agree. Yeah. But like you said, we do get a lot of like really important information, well two particular things, but it is different from the rest of the books in that we only have really two points of view. We have well three, I guess, cuz we get Gail yeah. and Yurine and um, then Nezrin. But we get Nezrin's. But yeah. really it's like two storylines. Yes. And we don't have Manon, Dorian, I mean, Aelin, any of Rowan, other any, anyone literally. else. No so one else. we're re- literally just going back between Yurin and Kale and Nezrin and Sartak. And I don't mind it. I mean, it makes it easier to follow. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. 
but it just it doesn't have all of our favorite characters in it. And I like Green. I think she was muted. Oh, I do too. Absolutely. And Nez- I like I like Nazarene. Okay, too. this book made me like get over Kale. My hatred to Kale for sure. It did its job. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It, it it did his redemption well. Yeah. So that's what I will say. All right, wine rating. Um, Go. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. I give it a seven out of ten. Yeah. Rereading it the second time. Seven. If I gave this rating when I the first time I read that, it would not be that high. Yeah, but I agree. So I'm gonna sit on a solid seven because I enjoyed it and I think it's important information. But you do spend the entire time wondering what's going on with Aylin. Yeah. So classifying <laughs> this still as a new adult, what yeah. is your chili pepper rating? Mm, like a two and a half. I was gonna say two. I think it's a solid like two and a half because just because when they talk about it, it's like. It is more detailed, but definitely not a three. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I mean, for, for me, like, this being a new adult, there's not a lot of sex, Mm-mm. and there's not even, like, like, there's only a few scenes, so that's True. why I'm, like, it's a two for, yeah. two for me, at that's least. That's fair, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, it is a good scene. Yeah. And they talk about, like, some sexual tension that is, they're pretty detailed about in that one scene with Yurine. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> by her own self. Like, girls gotta do what the girls gotta, gotta do. do. What you gotta do. But, you know, I I like this book. I really did. I mean, like I said, and I'll say it again probably before we're done, like, it's, it's rough for the first time. 100%. It was rough for the first time. But I enjoyed it, honestly, this time. Yeah, me too. Like, me too. when I sat down the first time, or... Sorry, when I was reading the second time, but I started reading it, mm-hmm. I, like, didn't stop until I was 80% through, so. Yeah, and to be fair, I think it is kind of a nice reprieve from all the, like, fighting and the back and forth and, like, yeah. all the political tension of, like, all the other books right. and all of the We just have POVs. one political yeah. tension here, and, like, it's a new, um, like, mm-hmm. this is a new kingdom yeah. and new culture, Um so I felt like I I agree. It was nice to not have fucking war. Yeah. Like to having all the time. It's definitely there and there are definitely some like oh, yeah, intense we, scenes. Absolutely. Like, we definitely have action. For I sure. Mean, not with Nezrin, the, definitely yeah. too. I mean, even with Kale and Noreen too, but yeah. um just not to the level that the others Yes, definitely. Are. Also, this is not an ad for Aerie, but I just got those, like, butter. What are the, like, the ones that crisscross? Oh, I love those. Holy mm-hmm. shit, you guys. They're so soft, They're by like the way. They're, softer than some of my Lulu Lulu, yes. Yeah. And they were cheap. Well, relatively I love, cheap. I love the crisscross. I feel like it's so comfortable. It, like, just... Hold you in right yeah. there. I love it. Very supportive. They're like my cushy ones for when I hibernate during the winter when I become like a bear and I gain yeah. a little bit more weight, you know? And you're going to wear giant sweaters. And, yeah. You know, it's fine. It, everything's, everything's fine. Everything's fine. But <laughs> y'all should go get some because they're freaking amazing. <laughs> okay. Add so hashtag not add over. <laughs> um, okay. So quick synopsis. Um, we just start out with Kale and Nezrin arriving in Antica which is the what they call the god city and it is where um the toy chesme is which is the the healer's place <laughs> i don't know what they call it like the healer's tower yeah it's a it's where all the healers like the best healers go and learn you know and hone their skill um 
And they're there for two purposes, to A, hope to get the Kagan to provide an army to support their cause, and B, to get Kale back on his feet, because boy is paralyzed. Literally. Quite yes. literally. But don't worry, his manhood still works. Well established. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, that was <laughs> the amount of times that Sarah J. Matz, like wrote that Says in. Says manhood like, Okay, we get it. Your dick works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, and um, so we get there, and the Kagan has six children, and he chooses among his children who is to become his heir. Um, and so we meet, you know, some of his kids and um, immediately see that they're in mourning because the youngest daughter has passed away. And we are really just following Kale's journey with, you know, trying to heal. Um, and we meet um, a new old character <laughs> from way back in the day. And we kind of follow his story. And then Nazrin ends up, you know, working also to drum up an army. But her family is from Antica. So she's seeing some of her family, too, and things like that. So it's good. It's a nice – it's a little bit of a slower pace than the others. So it's kind of a nice reprieve. Mm -hmm. I like it. But, yeah. Um, has to add to my little – Just – no, not from that. I think announcements. You guys know the drill. Please go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, give us a review, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, and DM Subs us yeah. if you want to chat or have any questions, and... Subscribe. Subscribe, please. <laughs> All right, that's it. All right, so, spoiler alert. So... Let's start off with Baby Kale and Nazarin. <laughs> yeah. Meeting. Arriving. Yeah. And they're meeting them. And we, there's a lot of like setup. So there's a lot of paragraphs. Like at the very know, beginning, yeah, it's yeah. like not a lot of conversation. Yeah. And like a lot of descriptive paragraphs. Mm -hmm. Um, because we're in this like new world, which I get it. We need that. Yeah. Um, the further we get into this, rereading this, it makes me understand why they didn't go with her in a glass first for a TV series because well, it is very similar. Yeah. To well, it's not similar, but it is similar. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to Game of Thrones. Yeah. Because I don't know. I feel like there. It's a combination of a few things from Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like Essos in yes. Game of Thrones. And, you know, Westeros was, like, the main area, like, in Game of Thrones. So, for us, the main area is the northern continent, which is, um, I guess, like, Adderland's empire and all of that. And then you get to the southern continent and you have, like, Antica and Wendland. And yeah, it's, like, stuff. where people, like, don't really wear clothing. It's hot as fuck. Mm -hmm. And, like, you have – it's a little bit r ruggeder. I don't, not ruggeder, but, like um, – the traditions are very different than yeah. from the north. But know? they're still, like, more open-minded and, like, evolved than Oh, Adderland, for sure. I would say. Yes. Definitely from the north. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Um, it was just interesting, like, the coming into this right off the bat. Yeah. Um, and Kale's, like, describing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is, right now, like, the greatest empire in the world like 
on their world. This is like the most powerful kingdom that exists at this time. And they are minding their own business, like down there. <laughs> um, yeah, I get their POV, but at the same time, I'm like, you're mm-hmm. if you're that stupid to not help invite, then you're gonna be right. taken over because well, like they don't. And I think that's this, what they end up. Well, yeah, they're realizing. Yeah. Well, yeah, because of all the shit that happened, right. but like. I felt like at the beginning it was kind of annoying. I was like, oh my well, god. Well, I feel like they really go. I feel like they really didn't know the extent of like what was happening, honestly. Like I feel like they, I believe it and I don't believe it because yeah. they have so many spies, like so many of the kids True. have so many spies that they knew what the fuck was going on. True. But I don't think they knew what um Parrington slash Erewhon like really was until they came to tell them. Like they knew it was right. bad, but I don't think they really knew that they were like vault demons and shit <laughs> but they've quickly learned you know and um immediately like they start insulting aelin and i'm like don't you fuck with my girl aelin okay like there's a lot of shit talk about aelin in this book oh i know but i feel like everyone outside that doesn't know her yeah feels that way yeah. it's not like her yep you know they think she's a loose cannon right i mean because they don't know and i her. get it but they don't you know they just they don't know her yeah judgment like we do <laughs> yes yeah, our girl sure. but yeah so i mean they pretty quickly get shot down when asked you know if they can have an army basically right off the bat they're like mm-hmm. um i i don't know about that but you can stay here while the Torah Chesme heals you because the Coggin really kind of allows the Torah Chesme to do its own thing. It's its own entity. Um, and so they get this nice ass room in the palace and so do you want to talk about Kale and Nezrin because I feel like that's kind of a short story. Yeah, really short actually. <laughs> I felt like um, there was like too much loyalty to where like it's it, it was weird Dude, um again <laughs> i know, I know. <laughs> however yeah it was a super short story i mean like they basically nezrin tried to like fuck kale on the on the boat and he was like no and then but he still like Wanted to be with her wants her but feels like he's like i feel like he's in a sad boy phase still like feeling sorry for himself um but i also think he feels obligated to want her yes because yes. they made these like bold promises back when they were in, you know, yeah. Rifthold after everything went down, and they were like, "Let's go have an adventure," blah blah blah. And then it's just like reality very, sits in. Yeah, pretty very. They're not. Yeah. Forward. Well, the you knew it wasn't going to happen when like he grabbed like later this. I don't know. It's in the beginning, but like mm-hmm. they, uh, he grabs her before she goes back into her room and kisses her, and he's like, "There was no heat. There was like nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And." I was like, well, now you're doomed for that relationship. That doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) But I never really felt like they were right for each other anyway. No. Well, my thing, too, it was like, when you have a white night stand and, like, I don't know. Like, I felt like that was just their thing. Like, they needed to comfort each other. Mm -hmm. They did that. Yeah. They're friends now. Like, you're not obligated to... They're just, like, marry this person, yeah, you know? They're, like, like, much better as friends. But yeah. I think Kale just, like, really struggles with, like, all the shit that he went through and his, like, sense of, like, pride and loyalty and, like, 
honor. You know, it's like a Ned yeah. Stark thing. Like he tries to be like super honorable, like to a fault. For sure. Nezrin was never going to be the right person to because she wanted to help him with everything. And Kale's not the man <laughs> that... Well, he doesn't want help. Well, yes, but also I feel like his pride is too too mm-hmm. strong that you have to have someone, aka Yareen, we'll talk obviously about her, um, that is helpful but gives space and isn't giving pity. Right. Like, that, I think yeah. that's the key of, like, having pity, and he does not appreciate that. And no. I, I can understand that. For sure. I can empathize. Mm-hmm. Uh but he also needs someone who's not going to take his shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nazarin just like a lot of times just kind of she wasn't takes the firecracker. No. Like, sh- like he needed a firecracker. That's why Selena semi worked with him. Yeah, that's why they had Leland. such chemistry. Like, right, the and yeah. then that's why Yurine and him had chemistry like immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. I agree. 100%. So I felt like that was kind of put to bed pretty fast. Like especially when Nezrin left, and she just left a note and saying like, "You, we hold no, like I hold yeah. nothing, basically." So Nezrin, for him or for her, she made that very clear. Proud she, of her. She did. She was like, I hold you to no promises and I will hold to none of my own. Like, you do you and I'll do me, basically. But he just, like, couldn't. Typical man. Like, typical man. Okay. I know. She said her feelings very clear. Mm hmm. Like, move the fuck on, which she does. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, come on. I know. So, um,. Do you want to talk about Nezrin and Sartak now? Yeah, let's do that because Kale and Yurina is like, a f- like I like, I re- well, not that I don't like well, Yurina it's a longer and Zartak, but yeah, thing. but it, it's a longer and love story. Than- and it's more involved with like the... Oh yeah, Nezrin's story, I feel like, is obviously very important, but totally. her love story is very like quick and easy. <laughs> I loved it, honestly. It was like a breath of fresh air, <laughs> to be fair. No, no, yeah, I'm not saying I hate it. I actually like them together. I I always thought she was never meant to be in the North. Like, she was meant to be no, in she, her home, yeah. in her home country. Like, even at the very beginning, remember, she was, like, walked in and she, like, was frozen because of, mm-hmm. you know, figuring out that Rift Hole was, like, demolished. And she's like, I just left my family there. Right. Has no idea where they are. And then she's also still, like, super overwhelmed by, like, this is really my king. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my f- my country well, she feels like at home immediately and she always talks about how like you know her mother was originally from Adderland, but her dad's family hailed from antica and sh- her mother like visited once and felt like that was her home and always wanted to go back and her dad didn't like yeah it's so. interesting yeah because her like uncle or aunt still like yeah, she has her family and uncle and, yeah like, still live here still yeah live um but i think nezrin and Zartak, right? Zartak, yeah. Yeah. Their their story is cute. It's quick, but it's cute. I thought that definitely made more sense for them to be together than Kale, for sure. And honestly, like, Nezrin is such, like, a strong female character. Like, it makes sense. So, Zartak is the prince, one of the princes, um, one of the Kagan's sons. And a lot of people, like, assume that he's going to be the heir. And by the end of it, obviously, he is named the heir. And so it just makes sense for Nezrin for that to be, like, her place. Because now she's going to be, like, the queen of this land that she loves so much. Like, Yeah. And 
let's not lose the fact that these this royal family is very savage <laughs> in the sense that siblings will kill each other and fight each other to the death. Um, because so it's, brutal. It's not like a traditional like the oldest is the heir or or the, you know the oldest male is the heir. No. Mm-hmm. You have a bunch of kids, and then the you Kagan know the Kagan decides, yeah. and then you know a lot of that means you have a target on your back for sure. And like all of historically, the one who was not chosen to be the Kagan would literally make all of their siblings be sterilized so that they could not produce any like children to challenge their rule, and. I mean, also, they will fucking fight to the death Awful. for that shit if it's challenged. Yeah. Like, they have Which murdered happen. siblings. Yeah. Like, I mean, the the current Coggin killed his killed own brother. His own brother. Like, yeah. <laughs> to, to win the crown. And it's just, like... And that shit was set up by their mother, like, who was the Coggin. Like, that was set up by her. That's fucking brutal. Yeah. But you can see, like, from the start that this... He has squad a squad of kids is different. different. Like, they do oh, care yeah. about each other. Yeah. There's some shady shit going on for sure. But, like, with... <laughs> Our good... <laughs> <laughs> um, but with... Sar- you learn quickly... Well, obviously, there's some chemistry between the two of them kind of yeah. immediately. Um Fischetti. And she learns, like... About him, spy like he has spies. Yeah, all he over knew the who place. she was like before she ever yeah. came there. She's like <laughs> kind of liking it I at know. the same time. I'm like, mm, he calls what are her. You, what are you guys talking about? I know. <laughs> like, what do you guys say? Because she knows all these stories about him, and he's like, I, there was like this cute line where he was like, ta- they were talking about like his how legendary him and his rook is, which he is a rook rider, so that means that he rides like giant fucking birds in battle <laughs> and he like is the com- like the commander of like a squadron and he has like a hearth mother like he has a whole other family like where his rooks are like in that area but beside the point like when she goes off with him to go to that place where the rooks live and where they're raised he tells her that the people there call her neath's arrow because they knew about that like iconic fucking shot that she made during the like battle at um rift hold where she saved lissandra lissandra Lissandra. i can never i always say lissandra instead of lissandra i struggle with that like keeping up with all these names like i know them but then like i need to say them and i can't fucking remember yeah which we learned something about lissandra Uh yeah but so she goes off them and he's like he kind of tells her that she, he's been telling stories about her like he he been spreading shit. homeboys trying to be like hey uh, and let me sli- let me slide in here You're real fast slide into the dms for sure <laughs> for sure <laughs> trying to um hype her up so yeah. she knows yeah. yeah so they end up going to his kind of you know rook place i don't know what to call it but like where all the the kind of I guess I would qualify it as, like, the Illyrian, like, camps, kind of, but, like, more civilized. <laughs> Definitely you know, more civilized, because like, it's, it's, like, a lot of women. <laughs> yes, yeah. But, like, his hearth mother is there, and he has, like, a hearth sister, they call it. And so, he, like I said, he has, like, a whole other family there. Yeah, good vibes all here. Yeah. Like, I liked, I mean, this was cool. It was interesting. Different people. Um, interesting change of pace, for sure. Yeah. And then we have this, like, shifter there. Which immediately I was like, mm, that's suspicious. We have a shifter back with Lysandra. Yeah. And now we have a shifter here. A shifter <laughs> that we find out we have met before 
um, because he's the one who sold Aelin the spider silk way back in the day. Yeah. So this is interesting here. Question. Do you, would you give up 20 whatever odd years of your life? (laughs) No. Yeah, no. Easily no. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I read that. It was like, he looked like he was 50, but he was like, no, actually I'm 27. (laughs) Like, no. Because like you gave up. For like wealth, like just to make money, like then it's like I mean, typical, like, like right? There's obviously mm-hmm. like a moral sense there, like story right there that's trying, yeah, to, she's for trying sure. to say, but because the reason that he's there is because not far from where they live is like a group of Karen Kui, which is basically like the Stygian spiders, but different i guess yeah still creepy as fuck uh crazy motherfuckers you know the shifter his name is falcon and he's under the impression that if he kills the spider that took that ate the years off of his life then he can get them back um so he's there to like try and find the spider i guess yeah i mean this this has obviously more like i think this is like more of the adventure part of the book totally. yeah <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and uh cute moments between sartak and Nezrin. Yeah. yeah and she becomes friends with his like hearth sister borte and that's really cute that's like a fun friendship i like that um but basically i mean yeah they end up finding out a lot of information they end up having to fight the stygian spiders and they- i was kind of sad like no one died here <laughs> <laughs> I was so sad because no one got murdered. <laughs> I thought this was a perfect opportunity. Was it Who not? Who would you have sacrificed? Fal- Falcon, obviously, because he's like, well, not- yeah, but he wants to meet his his family. No, I know, but like, but, yeah. still, right? Like, I felt like it would have had more of a dramatic effect. Like, I feel like if they did a TV series, they'd have to kill someone here. They right? could kill him, and then you know, he was saying like. He doesn't know that Lysandra is his family at this point, and he thinks he's about to die, and so he tells Nezrin to, like, give all of his wealth to, to you know, this shifter that is his niece to find her. And, like, when he's telling her that, she's like, oh, my God, it's Lysandra, 100%, like, 100 I think it would have been better if, like, they thought he died, but somehow he ended up back on the battlefield. <laughs> yeah you know yeah. like he like comes through triumphant and he like shows up and totally. like shifts and like kills someone it to will protect be a- lissandra <laughs> i think of these spiders and i think of like the a- harry potter, harry potter spiders, spiders, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like air but scarier <laughs> yeah somehow scarier i mean those were fucking scary but like these yeah, are but somehow these like to you yeah they t- <laughs> well those did too to be fair true True, but I feel like these are creepier. Yeah, they're very creepy. Very creepy. And um, so anyway, they are like in a bad spot. Like they're caught. And then the spider ends up telling them that Maeve is a Vogue queen. Yeah. Not she's not a fake, a fake queen. queen. And, that's and why she's, she's not even sisters with... Uh, oh, yeah. She... With Mab and Mala. Like, she, yeah. and, she like, wound this, like, tale in their minds and everyone's oh, minds and made them think that they had an older sister. And, which like, is, like, insanity. And she's outlived all of them. But we know now that she has that kind of power because of what she did to Rowan with his fake mate. Right. You know? Yeah. She's just getting crazier and crazier. So... You know? Actually, we find out, like, we've only experienced the princes, and we find out that the princesses, and especially the queen, is, like, 
way fucking worse, which follows the common thing of, of like, female power in this series, you know? Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, I read this fanfic of, because they talk about the owl mm-hmm. um, that's always by Maeve's side. And I read this uh, fanfic that was, like, her daughter. Maeve's daughter? Yeah, and she was, like, Obviously, she was actually good, but she was tied to Maeve for all these, like, mm-hmm. centuries. And I was like, honestly, not a bad thought. Yeah, that's kind of cool. interesting. Yeah. Could have been, inter- been an interesting, like, having a secret weapon for Aelin or something, you know, yeah. to, like, help her. But interesting. Yeah, we learned a lot of things. Like, the stag, or, like, the deer stag, right? Mm-hmm. It was a stag. Yeah. The owl, and then, like, learning all, like, what queen Maeve has done which is just insane. a lot she's she's done a lot to and be that's fair, why she, she has is, that she is smart <laughs> oh brilliant yeah and that's why she's outlived all of the other fae and she's never shown like a fae form because you know how all the fae have like an animal form she's never shown one and that's also why she built this stronghold of stone with a bunch of fae healers like because that ties into what Yarine and Kale find out, which we'll talk about later, but, like, finding out that she's a Vogue queen is, like, fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, that was, like, the bomb that dropped, you yeah. know? And they're like, holy fuck, we have to go tell Kale right now. <laughs> yeah. Somehow they get out, but... Well, it was, like, cute when was. he was, like, when he thought he was going to be taken. Well, he was taken. Yeah. And he thought he was going to die. He was like, I wish we had more time. Yeah, he was but like, I, I love loved you. you before I ever even saw your face. Like, so sweet. Loved it. <laughs> Here for it. Like, cry moment. I know. I loved it. Their little story is cute. Yes. Um, yeah, and then at the very end. Like, when he meets her dad and stuff and, like, tells her that he wants her to, like, rule with him it's so cute yeah and he was like i told my father like basically well yeah because i'm he... walking out and then the, the cock cave made him hair or the air yeah the coggin was like like the coggin was basically like no she's not high born enough you need to marry a princess the would-be ernie's married princess and he was like then you can pick a different air and he like walks out and the coggin like named him air like before he could even leave the room Again, so, that means... I think it was like, a test. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. If you would, like, stand his Avi. ground. Yeah. Avi. Because that means that you're better at... You're going to be a better leader. For sure. Yeah. So I was, like, happy with their story. I digged it. Yeah. I thought... I was happy you they got... It. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was happy <laughs> they got some type of happy ending, at least in, like, this book. Um, So I enjoyed it. <laughs> Yeah, so you want to talk about the meat of the story now? Yeah, let's talk about baby Kale. All right, y'all. Kale broke. Like, he's like, broken emotionally. Physically. He's broken physically. He run down. He's, like, feeling emo. Which I can <sighs> empathize. Yeah, yeah. But what about the reveal? Like, when we meet Yareen for the first time and we're like, oh, my God. It's the healer that Aelin helped way back in. I know. Like, when she was on her way to the Red Desert. And I'm like, full circle. So many full circle moments in all of these books. Like, oh, yeah. I love it. Like, well, it's, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Yareen is, right off the bat, you know that she's a strong female. 100. You know that, um, 
obviously she's super special because like uh, the yeah. head of the healers like basically is like her mom essentially yeah um well, so she's you know only, she's important <laughs> yeah and she's only been studying at the Torre Chesme for two years and she's already like a full healer and she did better on her exams than any other healer has ever done she did it faster than anyone else has ever done it and the healer on high and her are like really close I mean she's I dig her I like I her. love her immediately off the bat I was like yeah I like you I know she's awesome she has a backbone you learn that which uh, well I thought it was interesting her extreme hatred hatred i was like yes for adderlin was like a lot in the beginning i was like it was let's calm down like you know but to be fair like if they murdered your mother and cold like burned her alive right in front of you like i guess you would feel that way too not knowing (laughs) these people as individuals right like right definitely felt like she had some major judgment before she went in um but definitely some prejudices to work through on her part yeah 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 yeah, for sure but i felt like she was the perfect match for baby kale yeah and i feel like they really ended up helping each other in that regard like he helped her realize that like anyone from adderland isn't like inherently evil you know there are people there worth fighting for who have had no choice right Um, definitely and she helped kale work through his like self-hatred like self-loathing and like his issues with aelin and all of it, you know? Yeah. Remember and when we were like, Kill needs a therapist? Well, she she did Irene's it. like his lover, doctor, wife, doctor, therapist. Therapist at the same time. <laughs> I mean, basically, that's what your spouse should be like. Yeah. But, well, not the doctor part. You don't have to be a doctor. No. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, but still. support. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. They, they're growth together i think was really touching i really liked their love story and like watching them fall in love um i got frustrated watching kale like push her away and then because he was like where are my loyalties to nezrin nezrin yeah and nezrin's like not giving a fuck i already told you no yeah and he just couldn't accept it but it is what it is that's kale for you you know he's like honorable to a fault or oh, so definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it really started at that dinner when the kids of the royal, like the royal kids threw that party without their parents there. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically there was like, stri- like people weren't wearing clothes. Well, so, it was a big orgy basically. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Im- imagine like, I felt like it was kind of like a witcher, you know, that scene where he walks in where it's like all those, the orgy when he meets. That's what's exactly what I pictured. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's when that, like, I feel like Kale really realized, like, oh, no, I, like, really want to fuck her. Yeah, he kept, like, touching her face. Yeah. And, like, it was really tender, like, really sweet, but, like... But still, you have this, like... He's struggling with, with Nezrin. Nezrin like, thing. Nezrin's, like, right there, but she's... But she cuddled it up to... Sartak. Sartak, also. She feeling um, him. Yeah, for sure. Because that was, like, right before they left to go yeah, I on thought, their adventure. I thought Yurin... How did you feel? I don't know. Her clearly, her magic is strong. We yeah. had to like the force is strong with this one for sure. Yeah, <laughs> shit, <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, but then we also have this like added layer of a mystery behind it, right? Because yeah. 
Well, we didn't even talk about, like, immediately the other, the really handsome prince. What's his name? Cat. Cash, caution caution that's such a weird name yeah um caution like is in love with urine yeah. avi um but he yep. goes when he went to kale and he was like i think my sister was murdered yeah like, right at okay. the beginning okay so kale's like fuck like maybe the vulgar already here like erwan's reach might already have come here and we're trying to like prevent that but like he's like no nah, i think maybe it's already happening yeah so we still have this like mystery which i do sarah j mass is good about keeping like mysteries in like all of her books except for mr like court of thorns and roses like not really as much but i mean like mystery as in like thriller like someone's oh. died and you don't know who killed the person oh yeah not the same. um <laughs> yeah because like crescent city you have that it's like all of a mystery <laughs> it's like a mystery thriller kind of also totally true um so i felt like that was interesting that well it, something had to be interesting or else this book was going to be even more boring <laughs> than we wanted yeah well because we were are trying to figure out like because, you know, a healer gets murdered in the Tori Chesme in the library, which is crazy. And it's very clear that, that whoever murdered that healer was after Urine. So that's a mystery. And then there's the mystery of, like, what actually happened to the baby sister. Because they all are, like, chalking it up to suicide. And Caution's like, no, I don't think that's, I don't think that's it. He was like, my Tumaloon wouldn't have done that. Yeah. So, I guess let's just talk about when Kale and Yurin did the deed. Okay. So, they go out. <laughs> and he can walk at this point. Like, let's be clear. Like, she's done her duty. Like, she is healing him. Like, she's going into his spine and, like, fighting the darkness that is left there, like, with the light of her healing magic. And it's, like, really, like trying for both of them right the sexual tension was built up for like throughout time. this whole time yeah. right because like baby kale is basically like naked when um urine is working on him yeah. except he has like his little his little like mixers <laughs> <laughs> and like all i can just is i can totally envision <laughs> him sitting on a couch like being all grumpy he's definitely a boxers guy oh not a briefs guy yeah no reese is a is a all uh, yeah, all of yes, all, all the of the agatar men are <laughs> or whitey tidy eyes. Azriel doesn't wear any underwear. That's I was about to say. <laughs> wait a second, we got to step back for that one. Oh, shit. He anyway. would be that guy that was. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. He's a I freak. Know. I'm telling you right now. Oh, I'm excited for the next book because. Freaky show is about to happen. I know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> okay, back to this. So yes, he's like basically naked every time she works. Yeah. On so him. sexual tension's like building all the time. Urine's like trying to like she's being strong, and I guess I guess we can wait to talk about the sexy scene because a lot of stuff does happen before that. Yeah. Uh, like she gets him on a horse, and I felt like that was really important that was for Kale, and I like liberating. That. I like that for him. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I agree. That was, he needed that. Um, and that kind of spurs them, like, actually having real conversations and, like, and, like a being connection. able to connect. And yeah. Talk to each other. And, like, 
Uh, I thought it was cute when they went on a date without saying that it was a date. Oh, when they went to dinner. Yeah, it yeah, was, cute. was cute. I was like, oh, look yeah. at baby Kale. He's yeah. growing up. But like, you can tell Yarina's getting like more possessive of him and oh, like yeah. getting, you know, like she's clearly like getting over her prejudices about, you know, who he is and what he is. But she struggles with that a lot. So when they do go to the desert, because they need to go out there to figure out, I guess it's, like, on this old, like, fey territory or whatever. And so they want, they trick the other sister, who's a freaking firecracker, into taking them to the desert. And Kale and Yurin go out and learn during this time that the reason that the Volga are trying to eradicate the healers and that they killed anyone with magic in Adderlin is because people with power like Yurin's can kind of remove the Volg like a parasite from, you know, the people that they've infested. And so they are, they can literally change the tide of this war and they don't want that knowledge being out there. So that's why Yurin is being chased because she's so powerful. Kale is just in love with all them powerful women, you know? He loves a strong woman. I mean, you can't blame him. No, I can't. I can't hear for it. Yeah, and then, like, the scene where Yurin, like, fixes him. Mm-hmm. Um, that was intense. It was super intense. Like, she, I loved how she was basically like, no, we're doing this right now. And I like, just touches his back and like yeah. goes in. And goes in and like did not give him a chance. It's so intense too because like every time like it's so painful for Kale that he has to like have a bit in his mouth. Like yeah. it's rough. It's intense. But like I did like that scene while she was in there dealing with it for Kale because he finally like gets over his shit about Aelin, like, you see him, like, come to that conclusion, you know? And, like, at first, I was like, can we stop with the Aelin hate? Like, because he has, like, a lot of shit that he's still harboring about her. And so, finally, he realizes, like, you know, she's not a fucking monster, you know? Yes, yeah. I mean, and I think he knew that. It's just, like, he had a really... He was trying to blame all the shit that had happened to him on on her her. like she was an easy target for him and finally he realizes that's not fucking fair like Mm -hmm. that it's not necessarily her fault or his fault or dorian's fault or anyone you know like yeah did i think we needed a whole book on this for him to discover that no i didn't but it was but important I, because we needed to find out that mm-hmm. Yurin is like special and these healers can actually yeah. save people who and, are taken over. And we needed to see Kale be lovable, for lack of a better way to put it. Like, to yeah, be desirable. But again, I didn't need fucking and, no. 600. Could have been a pages. novella, probably, but. Okay. I mean, a little bit longer than a novella yeah. would be fine, too, but I don't know. It was fine. No, I thought it was like. Finally, I felt like I could be like, okay, I don't like, I don't hate you anymore, Kale. Yeah. Like, you're not the Jacob Black anymore. Yeah. You just are, you know, a super prideful man that needed to get whipped into shape. <laughs> um, yeah. And have, like, he had his arc. Like, now he had his character arc, and now he's. Yeah. And so you know, at the end, we see them. Well, the end is actually, like, pretty intense because... um, Well, they did the deed, and it was great. Enjoyed the scene. Great. Yeah. Super good. Was here for it. Yeah. 
Um, Yareen taking charge. And yes, bitch. I loved it. As she should. Okay. <laughs> and um, it was not, it was kind of crazy though, because we get to the end and they end up having to fight a, a Vogg in Duva's body. And Duva is their now youngest sister because the actual youngest died, but she's married and she's super pregnant. And it turns out that that's who had been after Yareen the whole time and who was like, you know, trying to eradicate like the super powerful healers. And that is just like, it was crazy because we saw Yareen actually like, she pull. was gonna kill. Yeah, she was a, definitely about to kill yeah, her. Yeah, because and Kale. because the the fucking thing that was in her body like shattered Kale's spine again. Yeah, like, after everything. all that work, after us everything. finally getting him up and healed and walking in like totally normal, that Volg again shattered his spine, like fucked him up even worse. He said. Yeah. That in the so first then, time. of course, Yorin makes a deal. Uh huh. With, like, Silba, who is, like, the goddess of healers or right. whatever. And, and the rest of the healers, like, help her mm-hmm. heal Kale to a certain extent. But you always have to give something. Magic has a price. Yes. And so now Kale's life is tied to Yurene's. And when she dies, he dies. Or when he dies, she dies. And yeah. when she has... When her power is at full capacity, he'll be fine to walk and, like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when yeah. she's drained, he'll, be in, the he'll chair. be in the chair. Yeah. So you know that's foreshadowing to the next book. Obviously. Obvi, right? It's like... But it sucks because I feel like we got so close. We are like, oh, he's healed. I know. He's good. Like, everything's going to be fine. And then fucking he gets the same injury, but, like, worse this time. Like, Yeah, sucks. it makes you, like, like, Kale, I think, a little bit more, too. Like, I mean, like you just feel really bad for the guy at this point, right? I'm like, I know he finally worked on himself. He got the girl. He like got out of the chair. Yeah, and then all of it's just taken away again. But I feel like that's just like typical Kale, Mm -hmm. you know? Like he has the worst. But right in the middle of that battle with Duva's Vog demon infestation um Nezrin and Sartak like pop up they come back and like kind of save their asses um at that point and um Duva is like knocked out and there's like this easy understanding between the four of them that like the balance has changed like obviously Kale and Nezrin are not together anymore like yeah there's like a clear yeah yeah a line in the sand there and um kale even talks about like he can see like the light in Nezrin's eyes like with sartak that he never like saw before which is like just cute obviously mm-hmm. and um but anyway Duva's like knock the fuck out and you see yurine like actually do what they think that the healers can do and she extracts the vulg fucking parasite from duva and duva is okay and she says, like, it's true, like, the demon inside her did kill Tumaloon, their baby sister. Um, and obviously, this kind of convinces the Kagan to take action. Well, he said, I'll give you anything to Yurine because she saved her. And, and yeah. Yurine was like, well, I need a favor. And she, like, begs him to save her people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so, it ends on like a super happy, like hopeful note, mm-hmm. and then like when you start the next book, it's like 
fucking oh, depressing. I know. And so th- you end it with them leaving, like sailing out. Well, and, they and have Kale s- and Yoreen got married. Yeah, Kale and Yoreen got, got married. married. They got married. Adorable. And then we had that cute moment, obviously, with Nazarin and Sartak at the end that we were talking about earlier. And Sartak... Did you catch that, like, remember they had a convo about... Yoreen was like, oh, I'll ma- this is before they were together... When he, when she thought that Nezrin and Kale had had sex, sex. Yeah. and she was like, and Kale's like, well, we didn't have sex, but she's, she's been on, on it yeah. for since she was like a kid, and that moment stuck out to me because fast forward to them in the desert, I'm like, mm, well, you know what? Did stuck- she take anything? What stuck out to me was at the very end when they're on the ship leaving. He like grabs her stomach. Grabs her stomach. And so you're like, foreshadowing. I've always, I feel like, especially when I read books, I'm like, this bitch is pregnant. I, I like, know. Like, I knew that in Twi- like, Twilight. I knew immediately. I was like, oh, my God, she's fucking she pregnant. pregnant. She pregnant. Pregnant. <laughs> you know that video? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, I mean, that's definitely an Easter egg, obviously. But, I, I don't, mean. I don't know. I mean, like, I felt like I genuinely, like, thought that even when I read the first book, oh, too. Oh, me too. I was like, yeah. Stomach, don't- pregnant. She you talk about a woman's stomach, they're pregnant. She, <laughs> no, Sarah J. Mass does not do this shit no. without it being on purpose. Like, she clearly was doing that for us to know. 100, 100, yeah. Um, so it was like, you know, a nice ending. They're leaving. Sartak's legion of a thousand rooks is going to fight the war. The Kagan and Kashin sent their, like, armies. Like, they... They got what they needed, like, for sure. Like, they actually have a shot now, right? Oh, well, we forgot that he also, Kale was like, I'll pay for, before he got the deal with the army, he said, I'll pay for basically what was in the Game of Thrones of, like, the wild fire, or, like, that green fire, what was that called? Oh, no, it was a, it was a fire. Oh, fire launcher thingy. Lance. Right? A fire lance, like, <laughs> launcher thingy. I yes. wish you could see our faces because we're, like, scrunching at it, like, uh, 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 well, what is it, it was, called again? They talked about it in the last book because... Yeah, um, but it was brought up ag- yeah. again. Yeah, so, yeah. They have that, too. A lot of them, actually. Because not only did Kale order a bunch, but Aelin ordered a bunch, and also um, the pirate lord ordered some. So like everybody. clearly you know that's like an Easter egg. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> but so we end with them all leaving. They got the armies that they needed, and they're heading north to find Aelin. And this whole time though, you're reading it, and you're like, it's not. They Aelin. don't know because <laughs> they know. Like they talk about how Aelin was spotted, like leaving with her like armada or whatever. And you're like, but it's not Aelin. And yeah. then you read that like bonus tidbit at the end yeah where it's like starting to torture her yeah and you know that the next book is not starting off on a good no like it's it's just like immediately crushing the happy little ending that we had in this one she like takes you all the way up just to like take you down oh 100 dark it's so dark like the beginning of this book i know it's a lot it I dread fucking reading it again because when I tell you like the torture, it was draining. It was draining. The to torture read. and like in this book, like I think there are a lot of really I don't want to say good torture scenes, but like well written torture scenes in books. Mm-hmm. But this is like 
bad and it is so long like it lasts for so it's long like an outlander torture scene <laughs> like yeah. intense long it's, yeah very descriptive but even in outlander the it doesn't last as long as it does like in so many chapters like it does in this one so not looking forward to that but yeah i mean like overall this book was like fine i it was it, yeah. was, it was better rereading it the second time Totally. Um, I, I think you how, definitely appreciate it more the second time. Yeah, yeah to get a break because you know exactly what's coming next. <laughs> and it's fucking the most intense. Like we needed some little bit of happiness, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> before we go downhill. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I enjoyed it. It was a good read. Again, um, I'll, I'll talk about. There are a few things I highlighted, not necessarily Easter eggs, but just lines that I liked. So I'll talk about a few of them. But this was when Yurine and. Kale were talking about Aelin and Rowan, and he said, Aelin frightens everyone, but not him. I think that's why she fell in love with him. Against her best intentions, Rowan beheld all Aelin was and is, and he was not afraid. Yes. And she's like, but you were? And then he, like, goes into, you know, how... Yes, he was definitely afraid of her. <laughs> like, he never says that, but, like, it's very clear that he was afraid of her and is afraid of her because he calls her a monster and says that her power needs to be checked. Like, and then, like, when Yurene is talking about the person who taught her self-defense, you know, and gave her money to go to the Torre Chesme and saved her life, basically, Yurene whispered, I think she was a god. I don't know who would do that, which is actually an easter egg actually an easter egg (laughs) and i'm like oh a god you say (laughs) it's just crazy there are so many things that happened in this book that i kind of forgot actually um like i i low-key forgot that kale got like completely healed and then got fucked again (laughs) yeah i forgot i also forgot that as well um the spiders keep coming up yes that's an easter egg Mm mm-hmm yeah, there's a that line when there the spider is telling her about it, and she says, "Our queen, we wait for her dark majesty to return at last." No, and which like, is another a throwback. F- yeah, to back when um, Manon went and fucking stole from the Stygian spiders, and she was like, "We are sisters, two dark sides of the same coin, waiting for our, or serving our dark master." And I was like. You don't know, but then you know. Yeah. <laughs> Coming full circle I know, again. I know. It's great. Yeah. Um, oh, so many full circle moments. I'm telling you. It's like, she is the queen of that shit. Like, Oh, definitely. For sure. I mean, when they, when the spider people, like, revealed everything about Queen Maeve, I was like, God, another fucking enemy. Another one. <laughs> Which we already knew Maeve was an enemy, but we didn't think she was the enemy and now honestly like she's more powerful than Erewhon like she's worse honestly than him and that's gonna be like well that's what I mean it's like oh my god now we have two it's it's similar to Game of Thrones dude like you have the White Walkers and then you have the war in the south like it's like like it's there's a lot of parallels mm-hmm. with Throne of Glass and Game of Thrones totally. so now I like really understand why they didn't do the TV show right now I think they will though but because it has Faye so it's definitely different in that aspect oh yeah. and it's a female leading it and writing it so far superior but um I was just like damn these like parallels are like 
real intense. I know. <laughs> I love doing that, though, with, like, reading fantasy novels, um, even, like, Tolkien and stuff like that. Like, everyone takes a page from other fantasy authors' novels. Like, you, you know they're all reading each other's shit and, like, I mean, there's only... It's kind of like music. Like, there are only so many ways to to put chords together, right? Mm-hmm. So it is interesting to see, like, obviously with Game of Thrones, they took so many pages from Tolkien's books, like, so many cues from Tolkien and, like, the same ideology. So it's interesting to see how they, like, kind of favor each other in a way. But still, this is its own beast, for sure. Yes, definitely. Sure. Yeah. Very interesting in very different ways, I think, than than Game of Thrones is. Yeah, you no, know, definitely, definitely. There are just a lot of parallels oh, that yeah. you can make. That are, I love it's it. It's fun. I like yeah. to like point them out. Me too. But yes. Well, so now we're ready for the conclusion <laughs> to this epic adventure that we have been on. I will say one of the most intense, like this is the most intense book coming up, I think, personally. 980 pages. <laughs> yeah. It's long. It's a lot. Of emotions, mm. ups and downs. This will be like a hard one to talk about too because yeah. so much happens. Like, I know. We're going to have to like really break it up. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll have to. Yeah. But anyway, thanks for joining today. We appreciate you and hope you're all doing well. Yes. Thank leave you for us, listening. Leave us a review. DM us. Chat with us you know what to do and we will see you next week for kingdom of ash yes bye, bye. ciao